irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Power of Love Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Power of Love, sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. I am T.G. Jackson, and with me I have both of my brothers, Taj and Terrell Jackson. What's going on? How are you guys doing? Good. Good. So, let me just do this. I'm, getting, I'm jumping right into okay, it, do it, if that's okay, Taj. Wednesday, July 24th, 2019, uh, 1 p.m. Um, and here comes a disclaimer for everyone listening. We are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it, and we've learned from it. And we want to share our opinions and attempt to help you overcome whatever it is you're going through. Saying that, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Please do not rely on us so i'll start with um i always start with terrell usually i think so taj i'll start with you how was your how was your week man oh man i gotta go look it up um it's good <laughs> oh oh I'll, I'll, taylor had her eighth month birthday okay which is great because we celebrate every birthday congratulations i guess it's a brazilian tradition i, yeah. I, I could be being duped right now but um <laughs> it's always great because you, you see the transformation and everything like that and um she's not like aware of what's going on yet or is she i think she's starting to be yeah yeah like i think she's starting to be at that at that point yeah she's, she's kind of figured out everything already yeah the most the frustrating thing she can't talk yet so she's you know but she's it's just it's a different experience but i love it yeah it's yeah. amazing um congratulations thank you on that Cheryl jackson how was your week um my week was all right I am. Um, I was actually there with Taj on Taylor's eighth month birthday. Cause uh, Taj, you shot, you took pictures of my boys. Yes, I did. And um, they needed headshots and things, and worked on some stuff for my site and but, all that. By the way, it's real good. quick, Taj, yeah. I saw the the picture of Pop for his cover oh, for yeah. his new single that is coming out. I think yeah. this week. Yeah. Great job, man. I didn't. I haven't that seen though. that. Oh, thank you. Why are you playing around? I know. It's a good shot. Taj, it? I might have yeah, seen I like it before. It. Uh, it's is it no, new? no, it's a new one. It's a new, new one? one. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful you, picture. I, I didn't really like it that much. Thank you. Why? Um, it was, you know what it is? Is It was so quick. Like, like we drove around all these places and we jumped out of the car and all that stuff. So normally I like want to set up lights and all that stuff. And this, I didn't, wasn't able to do that. Mm-hmm. But um, what I love about Pops is Pops just, he trusts me. Yeah. I mean, Pops wanted me to shoot stuff like six, seven years ago when I probably shouldn't have. But yeah. he was like, come on, son, you can do it. Yeah. You know, and I love that about him. And like, so I'm his go-to. And yeah, I, I liked how it looked. Like I liked I, his. I love his, the shot. I love, I love the shot, but I just, I don't know. Well, it's not out yet, but it's going to be on the next couple of days. I love songs. So it's like, it's, I was trying to capture that. And I think I did a good job. You did. That. Thank you. You did. I'll take it. I know, Terrell. Threw you off of it, him saying that, huh? Okay. So, um, okay. And, and for me, I didn't do much. I went to, uh, what was cool, I was in Corona yesterday, so I got the bowl with Royal. Um, actually, <laughs> I, I got to it. see Royal, um, but we went bowling. And then, um, yeah, he loves it. He loves bowling. But then also uh, got to see uh, Lexi, who is doing her, you know, become a young woman. 
and you know finding herself and in, in her little company so it's it's really cool to see did we have a show yet last week we did not so you had your birthday though i did have a birthday i don't remember what i did i don't think i did anything but i did have a birthday so yeah yeah that that's that was I, another. I cheated i'm looking at the calendar right <laughs> now so i'm, I'm going back you were out of town weren't you yeah on your birthday no something i don't think so i could have been i think you were yeah you were was i yeah i don't think I I so yeah no. Oh, not you're like right. a, not like you're I would right. made in that for you. Right. But... I went I went to Huntington Beach. <laughs> yeah. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, yeah, no. Um. Okay. Well, let's get into some. Of, there's something I want to talk about before we get into our main topic. Um. There was a new article that came out yesterday mm-hmm. that says death rates increasing for U.S. adults age 25 to 44. Oh. Um. Death rates are on the rise for young and middle-aged U.S. adults, with white and black people experiencing higher mortality than Hispanic people. According to new research from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, otherwise known as CDC, um, there is a whole article on it. But what I found most concerning and um, something that seems to be, I mean, obviously, this is my first adulthood going through what's going on in life and, and, you know, with kids. But it says suicides in the United States saw a 19.2 increase in young adults age 25 to 34 from 2012 to 2017. Wow. This is according to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, homicides in the country increased from 2014 to 2016, th- though the rates were near historic lows. So it seems like homicides are coming down, which is a good thing. Um, but suicides is is going up quite a bit. With that said, uh you know, you guys have I'll ask you guys first. Do you guys have any feedback? And I think we all can kind of have an idea of how and why this is happening. Mm-hmm. But do you want to just comment on this at all? Um, first of all, if you have, if you feel any kind of tendency towards that, please, you know, get help because you are wanted and needed in this world. Yeah. Um, I feel that it's society in general. Just, it's not really a positive world right now. It's not really a hopeful world. And I think if you compound that with your own problems as well, yeah, like everything's chaotic right now outside when things should be stable. And so you compound that with your chaos and then it, it feels doubly, if not triple. Yeah, I, I agree, Taj. I, I think it's a very dark, not very dark, but it's a darker time. It's a, it's a darker, we're in a darker time. than we You know, everyone's been. fighting, whether it's politics, whether it's you know politics me- religion religion media race um, race it's it's a very it's like the trifecta usually it's it's two or the three or maybe one of the three i think it's that i think that contributes to a a, a a a mentality of not really caring or being more pessimistic and then i think compounded with um you know possible mel- mental health issues but also social um, social media and the impact that peers can have because everyone presents, you know, usually on social media, you know, positive stuff or what they're achieving or, and there's not as much attention towards negativity, mm-hmm. um, which I think if you're not careful, you could consume that in a way that's more like, what am I not doing right? Or what, am, uh, you know what I mean? Am I, am I no, you're, you're exactly right. I think also what's the, the fear of it is that, 
we live in a like society where mm. it's all about likes. So with that said, did you guys hear the news about Instagram yes. possibly removing? Well, they did for certain countries. I don't know. Ooh, likes, but yeah. As a I test drive. That a while ago, though. Yeah. I hope they do it here. because you we do? talked about yeah. that. Yeah. 100%. I, d I wasn't here if, if you guys did talk about it. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel completely great about that because I feel that the youth today, yes. they do things purposely to get likes in yes. terms of like, okay. like the licking the ice cream and all that stuff. That's all about just getting mm -hmm. liked, like be, being popular. Yeah. And I think that that's not what your goal should be in life. Is to be I just don't know if removing likes is going to change that. What I do agree, yeah. though, is going to change with the fascination of being so uh, um, addicted to seeing what's happening, to seeing the response. I still, you know, I think if they remove likes, I still think you're going to have, you know, pictures that are posted to get attention. I don't think that's going to change, but I think the, the, the user's addiction to seeing the results will diminish. We live, we live in a society but, right now that it's, it's about ratings and, and it's, you know, whether it's like, how many likes did you get on Instagram or how many likes did you really? get on YouTube? You know? Yeah. It's, it's basically, that is the currency. And, so removing that helps in a way because now it's just about the content. I think it's that, but I also think kids are even stronger into that than, you know, like they are really addicted maybe to the likes. So, um, that's, that's the I am, I, I get it. I get it. And I, and I respect it. And I, and you know, I just also, part of me also doesn't want to, um, you know, this is a tough world and I feel sometimes we cater too much to, to making sure everyone's good and happy to an extent, but I think something, let me correct myself because I think something as big and, and important as social media needs to be done properly. Well, I think that also the problem, um, I don't know why, uh, one of the problems is also that I think kids have that like mentality where they want to be, but now I think feel like adults are getting into it too now. Like mm -hmm. even their parents are now are starting to do stuff where they're trying to get likes and, you know, subscribers and all that. And it's, it's fine if it's like, substantial stuff for me but i feel like now people are trying to you know i don't know i i feel like certain people in the in my age group which is higher up there 40 i see Todd, for me i don't know though because i and i'm always trying to play yeah kick back at you for for the entertainment aspect but part of me also feels like i don't know maybe i feel like okay I'll take a a, a rarity for likes is really strong because they know likes is kind of like the currency. It's the rating system for to see if anything's getting traction and, and, and possible lead to business opportunities. But I feel like if you're not on Instagram or social media for that reason, it's literally just to connect with people, you know, I don't necessarily think those kind of people care about how many likes well, that's called LinkedIn. What do you mean? LinkedIn is like that. But I, I, I feel, Taj, this is my point. I feel like if I'm a 42-year-old mother and I'm literally going shopping and I see a cute dress that would be great for my child. So they, they get in the dressing room, they put it on, and then I take a picture and say, just at Macy's, da da da, da trying this on. I don't necessarily think that mother is necessary. Okay, that may have been the, not the best example because I'm talking because <laughs> it's such an image-based yeah, post. Yeah. But I don't feel like that mother is saying, "Oh, only 17 people like this post." Dang, no, I she's have posting it on Facebook. Okay, that's so you feel like maybe Facebook has those kind of people where Instagram is more about likes. Quick Instagram likes. is all about likes, and, okay. and and I feel that that's the thing. Instagram and and it's almost and they 
post the pictures based on it's not chronological it's based on how, how much yeah how much traction it's getting and that's what bothers me okay okay <laughs> it's tough it's interesting but it's, I, I get it it's just it, uh, popularity just well, that's it's the, so that's, overrated that's the world um okay so with that said though um Terrell, did you want to add anything before no, we go no. to the next comment? i mean i i see both sides of it mm-hmm. you know, I, I see it as a positive thing as a negative but like Todd, I think I think our world has turned into do anything for for likes. Yeah, you know, and it's fine if you're using that as a good platform and you're it's trying just, to translate it, but no one does that. That's the problem. Well, that's that's the problem, and I don't think that this likes. Because why would you? But taking away these likes isn't going to change that, and that's to me is the problem. It's taking away currency in a way. It's almost like if 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 now everyone has a dollar as opposed to you had a hundred dollars and someone else had one dollar. I, I think. You, time will tell, but I think you're a little bit too optimistic what this is going to do. I don't think it's going to do a thing. I still think kids are going to want to be YouTubers because they see the Logan Pauls and the other people who are, who are making a living, a very good That's living. That's called ad, ad revenue and all but that But I, I think there's still going to be a drive to, to get that attention so that you could build a platform, a brand that allows you to do it, even if it's selling eyelashes. If yeah, it's, yeah. You know? yeah. So, but anyway... Let's move on because we had um, on our last show, we weren't here last week, but the week before we did a, a, a wonderful show on karma. Um, we talked about five of 10 laws of karma that will change your life. Um, and it was, it was a really, I think a really cool show, you know, um, really quick. Yes. Cause I am watching my Twitter or our Twitter. Yeah. And someone just really um, asked, have you, um, either of you three ever been severely depressed or bullied? Or pressured at school. I have. Have you teased and bullied? Yeah, <sighs> but not. Okay. To, Go ahead, Terrell. I say. think I think because of our because of our upbringing, we were taught and and uh, warned. I guess we were taught to be prepared for things like that, and mm. and that that happened. You know, I I was teased. I was teased. a lot. Um, there were a couple kids. Yeah. There were a couple of kids really? that, that teased and yeah. And, and I don't think it would I don't think I think it would be classified as bullying. Okay. You know? Um, it wasn't it wasn't a physical thing, it was more of a, a mental thing. See, let me comment while it's fresh in my head, but I don't I don't but it's probably also because I had two older brothers. So I had a people maybe, you know, classmates or people who were a year older knew that you guys were in the same area. Maybe mm-hmm. that was why. I can't remember myself ever being bullied. I can say I definitely not tease, but making jokes of family yeah. during difficult times for our family. That is definitely happened. Um, and, you know, I think people, especially some kids didn't, you know, I don't know if it was intentional, but I, I feel like they don't realize how close to home things can mm-hmm. hurt. You know, when you, when there's rumors and stuff that are being told and you don't have a voice to say anything or combat it, that happened. Not often, but it happened. But bullying to the sense where like I'm in a corner or someone's trying to not even close. Not not physical like that. I think it was more of a but but again, we were all young. It was I think it was around fifth or sixth grade for mm. me. I, I would lean towards sixth grade. Um but yeah, I was I was teased and I think put it this way, if I wasn't if I wasn't related to the family that I was in, yeah, it would it wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened. happened. Okay, that I agree with. You know what See, I mean? So yeah. it was it was clearly about that and maybe there was some jealousy or maybe some type of thing on their end yeah. that I received the short end of the stick of it and it wasn't I don't think it was fair I mean growing now they're probably 
you know, grown up, that wouldn't happen, and they regret it. They probably don't even remember it. Yeah, but that happened. I that, that I I agree that if I wasn't a Jackson, then I don't think I would have had that happened, a story. That happened a lot. That ha- I remember playing baseball and being yeah. on the All Star team and the the other dugout. That was like their. Yeah. But that happened. That just yeah. came with the territory. That's not bullying. I'm not saying that's bullying, but that's just part of it. Kids being kids. Yeah. yeah. Taj. Yeah. You never answered. Um. You trying to avoid that? Answer? No, I didn't get. I saw a lot of bullying, and I always stuck up for the people that were being bullied. But I never got bullied. Um, I don't know why. I was. All, I think I. I was friends with everyone. You know, the popular and the non-popular, mm-hmm. the nerds and and um, or the awkward. Mm-hmm. I really um, was friends with everyone, and in that way, when the awkward would get picked on, I did, I would usually step in mm-hmm. and try and you know, um, and help usually if I could, like yeah. got to a point where some, you know, as the years got, as they got older, they would get picked on by the whole school. And then it's like hard to like, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so I, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't get bullied. The most dramatic stuff for me was always about relationships and stuff like that mm. and, and girls. That's, mm. that's where I would, in terms of being depressed, cause I didn't, I wasn't confident enough to speak to him. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, I liked a lot of, um, not a lot of girls, but I liked, you know, liking someone and then seeing them go out with someone else, but because you were too scared or, mm. you, you know, and it, it's depressing. It yeah. is depressing, especially if you think that they liked you too. And then they all of a sudden date someone else. Yeah. So that I was more like that. Those it, were kind of, yeah. It just never happened to me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's joke. Yeah. It's joke. Yeah. But Taj, I was, I was similar in that way up to an age. I was too shy to say anything to, to a, a female. And then, like you said, you know, they're dating someone else and yeah. you realize you missed but, the boat. And, you missed the boat. And you got to sit in the sideline. Yeah. Once, once I hit high school, I didn't have See, that I did. same fear. That's, that's my whole high school, too. Yeah. yeah. Wuss. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 10 laws of karma that will change your life. Um, we, we, we're doing we, the second half. We're going to do the second half, but let's go over the first half. Okay. Because I thought they were fantastic. Um, the law of change. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Change your thoughts, change your life. Being open to change is paramount in improving our lives and growing into a better person. Number two, the law of forgiving. When you don't forgive, you hold grudges and may even still have ill thoughts of doing harm to that person or speaking badly of them. There is no love or good in a grudge. Karma hears you too. Mm-hmm. Forgive the ones who have hurt you and release all negative thoughts. Number three, the law of giving. Giving just opens the floodgates for receiving. It also maintains the flow of abundance and goodness that all selfless givers deserve. When you give with your heart, karma knows. Try giving from ego and see what happens. Always give without expecting anything back ever. That's true giving. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, the law of cause and effect. This falls into the universal laws of attraction, but also has its hand in the law of karma. This just goes back to the be good, do good, receive good rule. Or on the flip side of that, be bad, do bad, receive bad. That's why it's important to always just do good. Um, Number five, the law of growth. Be open to grow, change, learn, and evolve. If you don't change your ways or at least be open-minded enough to learn new and more positive ways of living, then nothing changes, which just goes back to the law of cause and effect. It's never too late to grow, learn, and change. I really like all of them. Um, I, I, I especially like the law of, of 
change. Because I think change is such an important thing um, to to um, accept and and live by. Yeah, you know, a lot of things can be alleviate, alleviated if you live a life of change and, and accepting change. And I know both of you guys like being in your same area, but in my opinion, some of my best years and favorite years were moving and changing and trying new things. To me, it just gives a whole nother layer and a whole nother um, palette. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And I, I, I'm ready for change myself. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I've been in my house for 21 years now. Yeah. So I, I'll be uh, going through change. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm, fantastic. I think I'm it's the best thing opposite. anyone can do. And it's so funny because I actually see it as chapters of books. Oh. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like I don't want to read one chapter or read one book or try one even though I'm a hypocrite because I do only try one flavor of ice cream. But, yeah, I was going to say. But if I could... <laughs> but I, I just believe in in change and trying different things. Nope. No? No, it's it's just I'm a creature of habit. And it's like I got enough crap to worry about. And mm-hmm. so it's like that's just one other thing I don't have to worry about. Okay. That's my, my, my wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another thing, Todd. You're so funny with that. Well, it's Buckley. <laughs> and Steve Jobs? No more but well Steve Jobs made it acceptable. <laughs> so, so the backstory <laughs> on what we're talking about. I remember Taj, you know, with for photo shoots and video or promos, Terrell and I would always say, like, why don't you wear something different? And Taj's response would be it's the Steve Job effects. Yeah. If you saw Steve in anything other than a jeans he wouldn't know it's and, Steve. and a black V turtleneck. It wouldn't be Steve Jobs. So I didn't really have a comeback for that. So that's why Taj is still Wearing his black hats and black stuff, yeah, and his so grandpa slippers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the grandpa Bruce Lee slippers. Don't forget the Bruce Lee hats. Okay, so let's get into it. Should we take a phone call real quick? Yeah, yeah. let's take a Do phone it. call. Uh, who is joining us on the Power of Love? Yeah, hello guys, it's Toya. How are you doing? Good, Hi, Toya. Toya. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Good. What you got for us? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, on topic of karma, I wanted to um, to have your opinion on the thought I had after listening to last show and listening to, you know, both of your stories on the car accident. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, last time you said that when we believe in karma, um, you know, when something happens, when someone has done you wrong or has hurt you, you, do, you don't look for revenge, right? Mm-hmm. You just let karma do its job mm-hmm. with this belief that uh, what goes around comes back around mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. the ones who, who do bad, they will receive bad one day or another, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, my point is, what about the really bad things that happen to good people? Yeah. I mean, if we follow that logic, it, it, it would also mean that uh, they somehow deserve it because they may have done something equally bad in the past. It yeah. to make sense. Well, I think also that sometimes good things that bad things that happen to good people, I think good sometimes good people are just they have a I don't even want to say a story to tell. They have kind of a purpose in life, and um, usually when that happens to a good person, it's it's um, it's part of history in a way. Like it's something you're you're talking about friends, or you're talking about like figures in terms of like good people that are figures. Yeah. Yeah, when something really bad happens to you know good people, so yeah. do, do you think guy life is fair and everything is balanced? See, I don't think life is yeah. fair. Like I've never thought life is fair, but I do think that 
where we are now is, you know, from our tragedy of our mom, I would say it's made me who mm -hmm. I am. And also I, I know that my mom was a great person, but I also think that, you know, she had a more important um, mm. mission in life, like in mm. terms of that, in terms of, I think that, you know, I still feel she's watching over us right now. And I feel like that's a mm. better vantage point than her human side would have been. And for me, um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, Taj. I, for me, I just think a lot of it's a mentality um you know i don't think life is fair as you said i think um you know bad things happen to great people all the time sometimes it seems like and bad people get rewarded and, for and bad people lot. get rewarded yeah. a lot um but yeah. i think the 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 con the concept of this karma situation for me the way i take it it's more of a mentality it's more of a letting go it's more of just trusting that everything's supposed to happen for a reason when it's supposed to because I feel okay. if you don't have that mentality, you could spend a lot of time, energy, um, focused on on what's not fair. It's like the opposite of gratitude. Yeah. And I think that is actually more damaging within yourself because you are spending precious time, the one thing we don't, you know, we can't make more of, focused on negative things. So if something yeah. good were to happen to a quote unquote bad person, I think the best strategy is to not dwell on it and not say, well, that's not fair because I was, you know, I'm a great person and it doesn't seem to happen for me. But I think the best strategy mm -hmm. is just to say, you know, maybe this will turn them around and make them a better person. Maybe this will, will be the jumpstart they need to do better in life. And for you to, to kind of, because I'm one of those persons that believes that any negative thing that happens to you makes you stronger. Yeah. You know, that so, and it's a lesson. And that's where yeah. I also would agree with you, Taj, where um, with mom's passing, um, obviously I wish it did not happen, but, you know, I think when that happens, you have to make a kind of a choice. Do you want to, to just, you know, s s bathe in that sorrow and that depression, or do you want to try to see a positive and do something positive with it? Um, and that's what we try to do as best as we can. We're not perfect, but you know, it's, it's human nature to see why, why is this happening to me? But you just have to try to combat that. And I think you can utilize karma to try to do that. Yeah. And a lot of, yeah. um, a lot of bad people, um, just if you research them and, and look into their lives, a lot of them are very lonely or don't have friends. You know, they've burnt bridges, they've backstabbed people in the past and everything like that. And so, if you really dissect their life, they're not happy people. You know, they uh, seem to be happy because mm -hmm. they seem to have everything that everyone else would want. But at the end of the day, they're not happy. They're lonely or, or you know, they're alone. And so that taught me a lot when I, when I did research that as opposed to, you know, sometimes the happiest people are the people that, you know, have in fact affected or infected someone positively, you know. And so... It doesn't, yeah. you know, they they don't have the riches or whatever, but they have the richness in terms of their personality and their positivity. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, Toria, thank you so much for the question. I hope we, at least you got our perspective on it. I hope that was a, was enough for what you were um, asking. Yeah. But thank you so much for yes, the yes. phone call. You're welcome. And very quickly, um, yeah. just one thing I want to say. Uh, I think it's very important to always tell people you love how much uh, they mean to, to yeah. you and how much they, you care about them. 
because life is short and mm. we just don't know if we'll still be there tomorrow. And, you know, no one wants to live with regrets for not saying it. Mm -hmm. So very talking correct. about that, it is very important for me to tell you that uh, I really appreciate you guys. Oh, I'm so you. grateful for you and for everything you're doing. Um, I wish I could. Um, sorry, I'm getting emotional, but I have to tell you. Um, I wish I could find the right words to tell you how much you mean to me and how mm. much you've, you've impacted my life. Uh, you are true angels to me, and I really love you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Sorry, that is so sweet. And we love you, too. And we are supporting you, and and it's so wonderful to hear you say say that, you know. And, and it seems like you're growing as a person as well, as we all are. So, um, again, thank you for always supporting yeah. us. Thank you for being you. And we're learning from each other, too, supporting mm -hmm. each other. So. Very yeah, true. thank you. All, thank all right, Victoria, have a good rest of your week. And thank you. Yes, you too. Have a have a nice day. Goodbye. Bye bye. Amazing man, sweet. So so amazingly sweet, and and means a lot to to myself, and I'm sure it means a lot to you guys as well to hear that. You know, it does. I mean, I think the thing for me is just that's what it's all about. I mean, Tori is in France, you know, yeah. but it's like the world's so small in a way, yeah. and and we can be connected. Um, let's do a couple of these. Um, but there's one more topic I, I realize we need to discuss. But let's get a couple of these in. Um, the law of responsibility. Um, blaming others for whatever has happened is completely shrugging off your responsibility as a person. You and you alone are responsible for your life, the bad, and the good. Taking responsibility for your life will open your eyes to help you make better choices in your life. I, again, this is kind of the similar thing where I feel like if you, if you can kind of own even if something bad happens, it's like a coach when they say, I'll take the loss. It was on me, but really it wasn't the coach. <laughs> yeah. The players just yeah. did not Unless play. Unless he makes a bad call. Unless he makes a bad play. But, and even captains, some good leaders yeah. Yeah. will do that. And I really respect that. And it's just trying to, trying to take it, you know? And, and I think that's such an important skill to have because it, it allows you to always first stay humble. You know, if it's met with, with severity, you stay humble and you stay, you know, approachable, you know, and, and I think that's a very important thing that I, um, I'm seeing more and more as I get older. And you guys have any comments on the law of responsibility? Yeah, it's it's hard with sports, though, because <laughs> uh -oh, why? Cause go. I go to the sports. Area? No, but it, it is it's easy. Just, it's just uh, because a lot of like quarterbacks, for instance, they'll say I get all the, the highlight and the love when I win. So I got to take it when I lose. Mm -hmm. Not all of them do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> but I guess that's just some of them filling that role. I don't know how many really feel that way, yeah. but it's like almost politically correct a thing to say. I just, I just think it's a, like I said, it's a, a it's a great leadership tactic, but it, mm -hmm. B, I think within yourself, it makes you stronger in, in a sense of knowing that, you know, it's like a humility. It keeps you humble and mm -hmm. it keeps you um, approachable and, and it's a leadership aspect. So I think it's a, it's a great thing to always try to take your responsibility in whatever happens in life. Um, number seven, the law of mindfulness. Be here, present, and now. Our past is out of our control as is our future. It is what we do right here, right now, in the present that will directly affect our future. Be mindful of your words and your actions today. Always be kind, loving, and caring today. Um, the, when I was reading the first half, Taj, I thought about you. because mm. You've always had a scale where I'm terrible at it. Um, about the past? Yeah, well, yeah. Like I'm, I'm one of those, 
I don't know if it's being a perfectionist, you know, trying to Dwelling? be in control. Yeah. It's just, you know, you replay <laughs> things in your head no. that that could have been better or why not this or why not. And I'm getting better, but I'm still, you know, I still suffer from that. And that's, it's, A, it's, it's not fun to do that. It's not comfortable to do that. It doesn't feel good to do that. And B, it's just, you, you can also come off as paranoid or, or it's not uncomfortable. Healthy. It's not healthy, first of all. Um, I don't know how I learned that, but, and it's almost like you have to be careful because then you become lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't <laughs> care about really anything. Care. But the thing is, is that I realized that the past has happened and there's nothing you can do about it. It's like there. It's like it's already happened. So you have to, it's, if you try, you can't, you don't have a time machine to go back and fix it. I just don't know how you, and I'm not saying you in particular, but people who are like you in this way, how do you, how do you go from something that happened in the past? How do you find that balance of ignoring everything in the past, but still building on it and saying this could be done better if you're not thinking about the situation? Because once the lessons learned, that's it. Like for me in terms of it, like I don't dwell on it. Like I think everything's a lesson, even the negativity, even the, the, the stumbling blocks or the failures is a lesson. But then once you learn what the lesson is, you don't need to revisit it because you've learned. Do you have lesson. a good memory? Um, I have a pretty good memory. It's between you and Terrell. Terrell has the best memory out of us. Okay. My memory is not bad, but it, okay. it's not great either. It's not like I'd sit there and be like, oh, I have a photogenic memory. Is it good to have a good memory? Or is no. it better not to? Ooh. It depends on what it is. I think it's good. It's good to you a do. point. I do. It's good to a point. Depends. It depends. I, it, I agree with Taj. It depends it what it really is. It really depends but on for the most is. part, it's a good thing. Trust me. There's some things I would like in terms of like, like I wish I could have forgotten most of the stuff I learned at school. That was not, not forgotten, but forgotten. You wish you would have forgotten it. Well, it's useless. But okay, and I so feel like it's in my brain, hogging not, up memory. You feel like it's taking. It's, it's not, definitely taking up memory. You got a lot of like the Toys R Us thing that we useful. talk about. You guys see what I'm that, dealing that with? Phone it's number not is, taking up memory space. It is. I don't know your phone number, and I don't know your phone number, but, but I know what, Toys R Us's phone. But number. that's because of the times we live <laughs> in. You don't. You don't need to dial a phone number. You push a name now. I've seen his number probably a thousand of times. I've seen your. Number. I don't know your guys. Well, I have the bad memory, but yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it, you do have to be careful, though. You can't dwell How on. How do you things. guys not know each other's phone numbers? I don't uh, know his. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yours. I have no clue. Seriously? So I, if you lose your phone, you can't call anybody? No. No. It's terrible. Uh, only person I could call is Francis. I could call and myself. And Royal. That's terrible. Yeah. I can call Toys R Us <laughs> <laughs> when they come back. Wait, yeah. I know I, both honest, of your numbers. Yeah, I know. You, you've always done that, though. Honestly, I th- I think those are the only two people I could call. I can call it And And the sad thing well. is, their numbers are very similar. Oh, yeah. It's one yeah. digit off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't get any bonus points for that. Um, yeah. So, and it's what the number's been there for twenty years. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, the thing is, just don't dwell on it because dwelling is like your enemy in a way. Because it's it's almost like revisiting and revisiting. It's it's torture in yeah. that way, unless you can change it. You know, like learn. And when I say change it, by learning from what you did wrong See, or, or what they did wrong. That's just a fine balance. I'm getting there though. I'm getting closer, but it's it's not easy to. Because I'm one of those persons that if you lose or fail, you learn a lot. You know what I mean? I believe you learn more from losing and, and making mistakes. Okay, let me failing. ask you a question then. Yes. If you struck out in a game, yes. you know what you did wrong, right? Yeah. So why would you need to practice hitting 3,000 or whatever? Because you know mentally what you did See, wrong. Because I feel like I have to make sure that 
never happened but again. it could because it's mental yeah see but that's just the way i'm wired yeah see i would never and like for me i'm like i struck out because mentally i thought it was gonna be a fastball it was a curveball and i didn't keep my eye on the ball that's my mm. fault but next time i'll do that that's how i look at it so i will not go, that's why i didn't go to the batting it's like what does that do see that's that's where we're a bit different yeah. okay let's do one more and then we'll take a quick phone call because mm-hmm. our phones are are blowing up um so again we're going over 10 laws of karma that will change your life uh and now we are at number eight the law of connectivity we are all connected energetically Mm -hmm. to the universe and each other by staying disconnected we are not serving any good purpose to the point to the people or our planet It is important to do our part to keep the world connected whether it is through love energy or physical form Uh, any comments from either of you on that i love that i think that's I think that's what's missing in the world is connectivity. Which is so crazy with social media. You would think that we would be more connected, but we're more disconnected. And I think that's because there, it's there's money in being disconnected yeah. in a way, as opposed to if everyone was together and believed in stuff together, then it wouldn't have that. It's sad. It's, it's, sad. it's very sad. There's money in riling and upsetting and frustrating and, and angering people. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, those are eight of the laws of connectivity. Um, we'll do one more so that way we could save. Or should we take a phone call? Let's take a phone call. You guys cool with that? Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Who do we have on the line joining us on The Power of Love? Um, hi, this is Tiffany in Texas. Hey, hey Tiffany, Tiffany. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all? We are good. Um, I, you were actually earlier today, we mentioned one more thing I wanted to discuss, and it was actually your situation. So I'm happy you called in. Um, on behalf of my brothers and I, we want to ask, how are you? <laughs> to, to talk to me now, considering how I was a week ago, it's kind of a miracle. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. I mean, I have certain aches and pains because now I'm recovering from surgery, yeah. but um aside from that i feel pretty much like myself well we were watching and supporting from afar and praying sending Mm -hmm. love um and you know connecting with the community who was also showing Mm -hmm. you a lot of support and love um props to the community um but it's so good Mm -hmm. to hear your voice you know back to normal and hearing your um i don't know if you're 100 percent back to normal but your voice and your vibe seems like prototypical tiffany from texas so it's so good to it's so good to hear um (laughs) can i ask you a couple questions real quick since i have you and i'm sure a lot of people would love to hear um how are you overall your health and can you just let can you also let people know what you had to go through over the last week or so um okay i'm I'm gonna try to make it as i guess airway friendly as I can. Okay. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. I'm a dialysis patient and I have in my arm what is called a fistula, which is where they place the needles for me to receive my treatment. That's probably the easiest way I can explain it. Okay. So um, I think it was the 12th. Yeah. July 12th. I was sitting here and exactly where I'm sitting right now, I was just talking to a friend. We were discussing a dress. And I noticed that my arm had started bleeding. It wasn't anything crazy. It was it was just like a little trickle of blood. I said, hold on. I said, let me go redress my arm. I'll be right back. So 
went and got my supplies out of my room, went, thank God I went into the bathroom to do it. So I'm standing there in front of the mirror. As soon as I go to lift the gauze off to, you know, to change it, it was like a horror film. Mm. The way that I explained it, I said it's like the little game Mortal Kombat where you hit somebody and like an arc of blood comes out of them. Mm. <laughs> That's what happened. I mean, it shot me in the face. It shot all across mm. my bathroom. I'm still cleaning up blood and finding blood to clean up. Um, so I started, well, I freaked out for five seconds and I started crying because I was like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die again. Then I guess that fight or flight response kicked in and I was like, you're here, you're by yourself, get your phone, call 911. So that's what I did. I grabbed a towel because I left my phone in here in the living room and ran, got my phone. And I, it was so bad I had to call 911 on speaker just to hold the towel in place because it was just mm. blood going everywhere. So next thing I, and the thing that was funny about it was in the middle of me bleeding, I completely forgot I had ordered lunch. Hmm. So the little delivery person comes and like, here's your subway. And I'm like, I'm having an emergency and threw the sandwich behind me and slammed the door and ran back to find another towel. I, I apologize to the person later. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was just, it was, it was crazy because, you know, finally the paramedics came out. My apartment was flooded with people running all over the place. And I feel so bad for the guy who said, let's sit you down. Let's take a look at it. But right where I'm sitting, he opened it and got a nice face full of blood. Mm. And he's like, yeah, let's get into the emergency room. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ruined wow. three different people's outfits with them being curious and wanting to look at it. Yeah. And as soon as they loaded me up onto the ambulance, I passed out. So. Wow. Because there were people at the hospital saying, well, who called in for you? And I was like, I called in for myself. You were by yourself? <laughs> wow. Yes, I was by myself. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was just like adrenaline or what, but that's basically what happened was nobody could believe you called in by yourself. Mostly when something like this happens, Someone needs to you know, somebody's in. child or spouse or somebody else finds them or, you know, worse and worse, they don't get found in time. Yeah. So wow. what I had to do was I had to have two surgeries. Um, one to repair where my arm ruptured. And then in the meantime, I have what's called, um, was that a chest catheter? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's in my chest and it goes to my heart and everything. And it's uncomfortable. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and I have to have that in for about maybe six to eight weeks until my arm heals to where they can go back to doing, you know, the usual dialysis. Right. But it was really, really, really scary because. You know, I mean, it was just blood, so, so much blood everywhere. I had to get a blood transfusion. Mm. And, you know, I I felt bad for my friends because aside from Ebony, I was able to call Ebony and she showed up at the hospital for me and was with me. But, I mean, you know, I didn't have any connection because it's a hospital, so my phone wouldn't yeah. do anything. Mm -hmm. And my tweets were exploding. My phone was exploding whenever I got reception. Yeah, and it was just so many people, you know, reaching. Out. I mean, people who I didn't even know. Uh, people I didn't even know. They're like, "Well, I don't know you, but no, I'm praying for you and That's all this." So sort of that is very. Sad. I don't want to cry. Yeah, that makes <laughs> I don't a, cry, that but. makes a difference. You know, that support and love is is you. I believe can be felt. You know, did you feel that love and support, Tiffany? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, 
So, um, but I do, I do want to point out one thing. I know Ebony is listening somewhere right now, and she's going to have a fit with me saying this on the air. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say it anyway. Out of all the dozens of people worldwide, including you guys, you know, who stopped your life long enough to say, oh, you know, we're praying for you, we're rooting for you. My family did absolutely nothing for me, mm. have done absolutely nothing for me. Mm. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. Well, you're, we're your family, too. So that's how you have to look at it. <laughs> you know, you, you, you got a community that loves you. And that's here for you and yeah. to support you, you know, and, and, th- you know, that's how we found out was through the community. And, um, you know, it's, it was just beautiful to see the love, the support, the concern, um, how, you know, to, how to help, you know, and, and what can be done in the updates. So you have a whole world out there, um, that, that do love you and, and that are here for you, Tiffany. So you're in our thoughts. And- Thank you. The one thing I do remember before I passed out in the ambulance is, you know, my head was starting to get kind of dizzy. And I remember I said, don't let me die. And I heard one of them say, you're not going to die. I said, I can't die yet. I haven't met 3T yet. And I passed out, I heard somebody say, who's 3T, right? (laughs) That's funny. Well, you know what? Yeah, one day we will meet you. and But we still want that strength. And yeah, we, yeah, we still want, want yeah. So you know, if it has to be, you know, three T hasn't sang to me yet. So we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. But we need you to keep having okay. that strength, you know, and that keep purpose. That yeah. Um. So, but we have to get going, um, Tiffany. But we we want to at least hear a bit from you and to make sure you're okay. There's been a lot of concern, and and again, you know, you know, whatever we can do to help, and and the prayers will be coming from here to make sure you get a full recovery. And just sending all the love possible from us and the whole DDJF team. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, and I appreciate that. And I'm just glad to be a part of all of this. I'm really struggling now not to cry. Mm. Um, but you know, I'm just really so touched by everybody, and you know how everybody's like just drop what they're doing. Is Tiffany okay? Is she alive? Is yeah. she just, you know, and that I mean that really means a lot to me. Yeah. That you know I'm just here in little back alley texas yeah. <laughs> and people are concerned people are reaching out people are doing everything right for me and i say it's just crazy that there's people all around the world pulling for me and my family is literally five miles up the road for me yeah not a word well you know it's it's like this karma thing that we're going over i think you just your focus has got to be on the love you do feel um, well, you know, I can't. It's gonna be a mess when karma slaps back at them. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's you don't focus on that because that'll just bring more negativity you to you. Mm-hmm. You focus on the people right. that are showing you love and and how you're gonna improve your life exactly. and and how you're gonna become a better person. That's that's where the focus area is. Um, but Tiffany, exactly. we we gotta run. But again, sending you all the love and so proud for you. Um, and thank you to the whole community for supporting you. Because yeah. we need our Tiffany, okay. so exactly. <laughs> but, all right, thank you. And I'll keep you guys all looped in about what's going on with me. Love Sounds it. good. Thank you so much, Tiffany. All right, thank you all. Have a good week. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye bye. Um, strength. I love it. You know. All right, you guys. So we have two more. Two mm-hmm. more from the laws of karma. We have to go over. Okay. Um, number nine, the law of inspiration: staying motivated and determined to give grow and inspire others 
only leads to love and massive connectivity throughout the world, almost like a chain reaction. If we fail to inspire, we fail to contribute and keep the energy flowing. It all has to start somewhere with someone. Why not you? And this is something that's cool to me because um, it's it kind of takes the previous one, the law of connectivity, and, and takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we are all connected some way, but I think there's an, an inspirational factor we can all kind of contribute to the world, whatever that is, whether it's you know contributing, making um, positive books, eyelashes, um, designing cars, clothes, writing, anything. There's a way I feel it could be you could inspire. I wish the world did more of that. Um, I think our world would be a much better place. Mm -hmm. But just because it doesn't, doesn't mean you don't and you can't. Because there's nothing more fulfilling than inspiring people. And I think my brothers and I would, or my brothers would agree with me when I say this, you know, doing this show and the whole DDJF has been such a positive and, and great thing for us in our lives. So um, just playing that role to help others has been great. So th- I think that's an important one, the law of inspiration. Any feedback you guys quickly have? No, I uh, totally agree. Okay. So we're going to wrap up with the last one, number 10, the law of patience. Mm. And with patience comes reward. We all know the better we do, the more rewards we will reap. Patience is a virtue as it is not ours to know when our rewards will be sown. Remember, we give and love selflessly. Any comments, you guys? Uh, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just got to be patient. You know, we got to trust what we're doing and we're doing the right thing. And and again, the whole purpose is to love and give selflessly because um, you will get that reward back in time in the way it's supposed to. Um, with that said, those were the 10 laws of karma that will change your life. Uh, we are out of time. Todd, Terrell, um, we are going to close. Yes. Any, anything else you guys want to say? Anything on karma? Any last? No, just, ladies? you know, be a good person and help people out. You know, it's contagious and it's and it's needed in this world. Absolutely. Uh, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Yep. And although you may not understand it now, it makes sense later. Yep. So just always try to work on yourself and be better and um, just follow your heart and be loving. That's pretty much it. Be loving. We're going to end it with that. And um, until next week, Wednesday at 1 o'clock, we wish you guys an amazing week. And um, remember, do well, give back, be thankful. And um, that's it. Adios. Adios. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.